Yeah, it's been a while since we did that church thing. Yeah, there was a common point of confusion. There was like for almost a whole year, I just did not know. I couldn't tell the difference, so I just kept on saying Jerkic. Yeah. And I think even when I, th- I was thinking of Nurkic, I was saying Jerkic. Yeah. And I think I was calling Jokic Nokic for a while there. That's true. Oh, well. Have you, have you heard his story, uh, Yusuf Nurkic? So, get this. Uh, have you ever seen the air up there with uh, Kevin, uh, Kevin Spacey? Or, pardon me. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. He's on your mind. He made, he's tried to do a comeback. I don't uh, that was uh, weird. I didn't like that. It was weird. Oh, I saw it real quick. I saw the best thing in the fucking world. Uh, my friend showed it to me. It was a tweet. It was like Kevin Spacey. It was like, and now for my next performance, I will make the world's most awkward return to the entertainment industry. <laughs> and then it says, Louis C.K., hey, hold my dick. <laughs> He's like, don't worry about this. I got this. Hold my dick. I uh, loved it. That's fine. Kevin Bacon. Kevin uh, Bacon. So basically, this NBA scout read an article about a seven-foot police officer in wherever the fuck Yusuf Nurkic is from, and he's like a legend. Like everybody loves him. He's he's basically like he's basically like a bad guy in a movie, but he's a cop. He's like that Bosnia. It, like, Bosnia. Thank you. Uh, that, don't, don't they call him the Bosnian Beast? Um, yes. So, anyways, nicknames. This dude flies to Bosnia. This little fucking shit town in Bosnia, and he's like, I want to meet this guy because I want to know if he has a son. <laughs> Turns out he does have a son, and he proposes this large gentleman. Uh, he asks him if he can um, train him and, and, like, enroll him in basketball camps. He does. That little boy becomes Yusuf Nurkic and gets drafted and is now dropped in a 5 by 5 That's wild. Isn't that fucking crazy? That's that pretty is, awesome. That is a I heard story. that the other day. So his dad is also 7 feet? His dad is huge, yeah. Could you imagine then him, or well, I guess his dad, because his dad has the license, and uh, Shaq? Because Shaq is a cop. He basically is. He's like the seven oh, foot shaft. Yeah, that's what he Shaq is, is a he's cop. Like seven now. foot shaft. Buddy cop movie here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, wouldn't you just love that? Shaq, Shaq and uh, the Bosnian beats, and then the Shaquille Bosnian O'Neal. Beast, so yes. I'm trying to think two of two seven footers fighting crime in Bosnia. <laughs> Everybody would watch that. Yeah. Who wouldn't? I, I would be the greatest. <laughs> Kazam two. <laughs> Kazam two. Uh, Bosnian boogaloo. There we go. Ooh, there we go. That's good. Oh, that might be the title of the episode. <laughs> Uh, welcome back, y'all. This is episode 76 of NBA. Yay. We have a podcast that tries to talk about NBA shit, but mostly we just talk shit like buddy cop movies with seven-foot basketball player types. Um, I am your host, Jay Quiles. Directly to my right, introduce yourself, sir. Hi, I'm Nikki Quiles. I uh, for a second couldn't tell where I was. to my left, introduce yourself, sir. Hey, I'm Tad. This is Tad. This is Nikki. This is Jay. This is NBA. Today's pun-off is going to be um, winter... Attire, so scarves, hats, gloves, things like that that you have okay. to wear in the winter. Well, I mean, Gary Payton's nickname was the glove. <laughs> that's that's so cheating. That works. That's cheating. <laughs> uh, uh, um, then let me. Frank Mittens Lakina. <laughs> oh, I like that. Okay. Uh, Jabari Parka. Ooh, Ooh. good. Uh, let's and also see. Candace Parka. Ooh, Candace Parka. That's, that's Justice good. Windbreaker. Ooh, <laughs> not really winter attire, <laughs> but I mean, close you know, it's close. close I'm enough. okay with it. Uh, uh, Nate Thermal. Yeah, Ooh, that's go. good. Okay. Um, what? I just all of a sudden can't remember. No, actually, those are thermals. I was like, what are the what are the hotter pants that people wear? <laughs> Georges uh, Pantalunas. <laughs> that's bad. That's, um, bad. that's so bad. <laughs> uh, hold on, hold on. Hands got to be. There's got to be another one here. There's Eric snowsuit. Hey, yeah, okay, there you go. I, like I mean, that. that's that's cheap, but yeah, uh, you know. I still enjoy it though. Um, 
shit, I can't think of another one now. Booty Blaylock. <laughs> Boots, Bootsy? Bootsy? Yeah, it's Bootsy, baby. Oh, man. Let's see. Uh, um, shit, let's see what else we can get here. Um, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of like a scarf. There's got to be something. Or... I was thinking for a scarf, yeah. I was thinking scarf uh, or glove. Mm-hmm. I, I was also trying to think of like earmuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sweater um, is on. Sweater. Oh, come on. There's got to be something for a fucking scarf. Um, oh, uh, yeah, Scarf Foreman. Ooh. <laughs> Scarf Venus or Sabonis? <laughs> Scarf Sabonis. That's good. Scarf I like Venus. that one. That's, 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 that's really good. There it is. We found it. All right, y'all. Let's talk about some NBA news this week. Um, reports came out this week that John Wall um, is getting season-ending heel surgery. Apparently, it's something he's been playing with for the in the entirety of the season, um, which... May or may not be the reason he gained so much weight over the offseason? Probably oh, not. Please. Uh, definitely no, not. That's just one, how he does the 100% not. I can't wait for him to retire. He's going to oh, move up fast. So he's here's, be a fat guy. here's the question that he's I have. He's going to be a oh, fat announcer, be too. So gross, yeah. <laughs> he's going to be like, um, oh, I forgot his name. Oh, Stacey King. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> he's going to be the Washington Wizards, Stacey King. Not that big. Uh, so here's the question, guys. With John Wall basically being out for the rest of the season. Washington is at the bottom of the Eastern Conference. Right now, I think they're slotted at like 10th in, in the draft rankings. Oh, um, specifically draft rankings. Draft rankings. Um, so the question that I have for you guys, if you're the Washington Wizards, do you play out this season with Bradley Beal, Otto Porter, and the rest of the ragtag crew out there? Or do you find a trade suitor for Bradley Beal and blow this shit up? I think you blow it up. I think you probably should have blown it up maybe last season, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they probably should blow it up already. I think they're going to wait because they'll be like, oh, well, when he's healthy next year, we'll be able to do better. Well, the main issue here is that John Walls, he's coming back, and that contract is untradeable. It's oh, just, yeah, it's, 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 yeah. It's so backloaded. So are we assuming that Beal gets traded, or do you think they'll try to trade Porter? It's going to have to. So one of those two guys are going to, if if they decide to. Because here's, here's the issue. They I, I was, else. I was listening to the Ringer NBA podcast today, and they were t- they were comparing this situation kind of to the Memphis situation last year, mm-hmm. where when Mike Conley went down, Marcus Gasol went down, yeah. quote-unquote, because they knew, like, yo, we, we've got to tank if we're going to bring this franchise back up and now they have Jaron Jackson Jr. And, now and if you don't place. do that if you try to like compete with Marcus Gasol and you get like best case scenario the A seed in the Western Conference and get knocked out in the first round what is what does that you get you You put yourself season? in yeah. what I like to call basketball hell. Exactly. And then you're kind of middling for the rest of eternity where you're just kind of sitting in that middle ground and you're just you're just never a winner, you're never a loser, you're just kind of there. Yeah. Um and you don't get a good. I mean, you get a you get a very average draft pick. Right. You yeah. effectively become like the Charlotte Hornets or the fucking like the Pacers of the of the early two thousands, where like they were always drafting between like eleven and seventeen, and it's yeah. just like ah, they're never gonna get out of it. Um, so yeah, the the thing is, it's like Bradley Beal is super attractive right now as as a as a trade candidate, and also there's a lot of there's a case to be made that Otto Porter will play better now that John Wall is out of the lineup and there's going to be more distribution yeah. rather than John Wall dominating the ball. I'm still not a I've never been a big Otto Porter guy and I'm still not. He's had one good like his his pre his contract season was the year. Yeah, that was he had a like, decent. He had a de- yeah. It wasn't even a great season. It was like a decent. He was, season. He was a good three and D though. Like has and and had all the had all the right and they, tools. They paid him like a second option. Yeah, which yeah. is true. I mean, they they maxed that guy out way more than they should have. They should not have. Paid I mean, him who much. who were they bidding against? Right, and he got more than Harrison Barnes, and Harrison Barnes is Themselves, far better than Otto Porter. Far better. If if you had 
the amnesty capability. <laughs> Would you amnesty John Wall? Uh, ooh, good question. Uh, can I get an explanation on exact? I've heard amnesty before. In but 2010, sure. shortly uh, when when the when they had the new CBA, uh, every team was granted the capability to amnesty one player, meaning that you still had to pay them right. their the entirety of their contract. However. Mm. Did not count against their against your your salary uh, cap. Okay, right. so, so they could go out and spend more money. They so like they put like an the, the Warriors amnesty Gilbert Arenas, right? Yeah, and, and we amnestied Carlos Boozer a couple years later. Um, okay, actually, no, the Wizards amnestied Richard Lewis, who they uh, traded Gilbert Arenas for. Right. <laughs> My mistake. Yes. Sorry. So yeah, like it was. Uh, it, man, that's a good question. I this that is, is a it's a bad contract. Well, and that's the thing. It's just like yo. So let's just say hypothetically. They clean house. Bradley Beal gone. Otto Porter, good luck with that. But Otto Porter gone. Um, John Wall's still coming back next year. So now you have a team that is worse off with uh, Kevin Kevin, O'Con- or, or Kevin O'Connor from the Ringer always calls John Wall the worst best point guard in the NBA. It's like the worst elite point guard in the it's NBA. It's like DeMarcus Cousins was the worst best yeah. center. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, that, I think DeMarcus Cousins brings more to his team than John Wall. Not much. Mm, I would say they're pretty even on that. No, front. I think they're very they're, close. They're damn even on that front. It, it's it's interesting, man. The, the whole Washington situation is a fucking nightmare. They made this Trevor Ariza trade, which does nothing for them. Um, yeah, I, well, I didn't. I really fundamentally didn't understand. I think that. like we talked about it on the podcast a couple weeks ago. Just like I think they just needed an adult to like chaperone everything because yeah. it was a fucking nightmare <laughs> over there. They man. just need like everything like, was chaos. Stop the it. whole fucking system. Like they're 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 not the most. Um, they're not the most. Um, Chaotic team in the NBA, but who's your top good, five who most, cha- who's chaotic. most chaotic? Team Let's go. In the NBA. Top five right most now. Chaotic. Top five most chaotic franchises. Number in the NBA. five. Uh, oh, we're gonna go five to one. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say f- number five is the Wizards. Number four. That's okay. Okay. Sure. Five. Five. Number four. I'm gonna say number five is the Wizards. Um, number four. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Let me look at the list of teams here so I can get some ideas. Uh, number four. I'm going to say is Cleveland. Uh, they're higher on my list. I think actually. they might be a little higher. I'm gonna say that number four is New Orleans. No, the Knicks. The Knicks are still bad. The Knicks are still higher. Yeah, but the Knicks, I don't really think they're like chaotic. I don't, yeah, I don't think yeah, they're chaotic fair. anymore. That's I think fair. I think that's kind they're of just, like they're gone just down. bad. How about like, this? How about this? My number four is Golden State. Golden okay. State's my number four. I think that's fine. Then I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. They're not really chaotic anymore, but they sure were at the beginning of the season. So I'm gonna go with Philly at my number three. Uh, actually, yeah, the Philly is going to be my number three, and then I'm going to go Cleveland and Chicago takes the championship. Chicago, the most dysfunctional by a fucking god team. damn country. I hate fucking them so mild. much. Yeah. I hate Dude, it is so wild. Mad. And I was just informed by some random guy on Twitter because I tweeted about Jim Boylan, and some guy tweeted at me that, that doesn't follow me, who has like 40 followers, informed me that Jim Boylan does not even have an interim tag. So Jim Boylan is effectively. The head coach of your Chicago Bulls. Oh, he is. He is the head coach. They gave him through the end of the year. This is basically like his one-year contract. Wouldn't that technically be an interim role, though? Uh, they signed him. So, like, interim would basically be, like, you're still getting your same contract. You're uh, not getting okay, paid by the like, right, coach. That, whereas, see, like, okay, I misunderstood. Right. I thought basically Which, the Bulls were like, yo, this is our head coach. A lot of guys are doing that now. Like, Larry Drew did the same thing when Ty Lue got fired. He was like, I'm not committing to being the interim coach until you guys sign me as the head coach. Yeah. Like, I'm just not going to do it. So they signed him for the duration of the year. They basically gave him a, a mid-season promotion. I really so don't you're think, not bummed. I, I think Larry Drew's I mean, a you, good coach. He's, he's had, I mean, he's had good stops. He was decent in Milwaukee. Um, he was decent in Atlanta. Like, he's had some good stops. He's not a bad head coach. 
Um, he's not. I, I it's not he, great. He, I, I mean, he's a really a, like a head, like a lead assistant yeah, guy. But yeah, yeah, yeah. he's not a bad coach. No, not at all. Not at all. I think all honestly, I and they like, love they loved him in Cleveland. Yeah, I was like, gonna say. I feel him. like he is very similar to like uh, Sam Cassell. Yeah. Sam, I don't think I don't I don't foresee Sam Cassell ever being like a head coach. Sam Cassell seems like he'll forever be an assistant coach, and I think that's because he just doesn't want to be the a guy head that coach. I want to be head coach in the NBA. That was a former player more than anybody else is Jamal McGlure. Um, if you ever watch Toronto Raptors game, he talks more shit than guys that are playing in the game while he's on the bench coaching. It is okay. absolute Ooh. hilarity. I got, I got this. What's your all time shit coaching, co- shit talking coaching staff? Ooh. Because that's definitely going to have uh, Rasheed Wallace. Yep. Uh, you're definitely gonna get Rasheed Gary Payton. Do they have to be guys who are actually currently coaches right now? No, 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 no. Doesn't they don't have to so be? This is just me. This is just all just, shit talking. Just all shit. I mean, you throw KG yeah, on there. Throw yeah, KG's team. on that team. Uh, KG did coach. He also would yeah. be a pretty. He was good coaching coach. with the, the Timberwolves. That's fair. And yeah. and I think he jumped in with the Clippers a couple. of like, Yeah, I, I don't think he would ago. be a bad coach. And if we're talking actual coaches, then that's like Fizdale. Fizdale talks a lot of shit. Fizdale talks a lot of shit. <laughs> Fizdale, yeah. Fizz. Dave Yeager talks a lot of shit. That's, I was just trying to think of the guy's name, but Dave I Yeager. I, Dave Yeager, fucking yeah. Talks Mike Malone. Spicy. Mike Malone talks a lot. <laughs> Mike Malone. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much the extent of it. Uh, Nick yeah. Nurse is. You're not hearing a peep from Nick Nurse. George Carl Nick didn't really talk a lot of shit, but he was just kind of all around like a scumbag. Human being. Yeah. He's such a dickhole, man. Um, all right, let's move on to the next topic on the agenda. Um, guys, the Rockets are currently in fourth place in the Western Conference. We were so worried about them. They were so bad. And over the last 10 games, they are <laughs> 9 and 1, um, all on the back of James Harden, who is averaging an astonishing 40.8 points per game uh, with 8.9 assists per game, 6.8 rebounds in 39 minutes. He is destroying the league right now. 44% um, from the field. He did have a game where he had more free throws than field goals, which we can talk about that. But um, are the Rockets back? He also, no. really quick, I want to point out real quick, uh, so fast. James Harden is the only person, like that's in, I forget what it, exactly what it is, but he's the only person in like this top scoring list who has more made free throws than he has made I heard that goals. today. Because the rest of the people in that list are like Curry, LeBron, Jordan, uh, Kobe. Yep. All of those guys have more field goals made than they have free throws. He's the only one who has more free throws it's made crazy, bro. in his career. It's fucking, it's fucking insane. Like, Hey, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and say it. That man knows how to play within the confines of the rules. Well, and that's the thing. Like, I was listening to a podcast today, and they were talking about, like, do you enjoy watching James Harden play? Because basically what he's done is he's figured out, I know how to exploit the rules of the NBA to get a competitive advantage, which, which I can respect as a competitor, but as a basketball fan and as a watcher, it drives me insane to see. Like, uh, Chris Vernon was saying this on the NBA Ringer podcast, and he was just like, I've never gone to a basketball game to watch people shoot free throws. No, you And I will never go to a basketball game to watch people shoot free throws. It's it's terrible for basketball. As a basketball fan, to watch somebody just, like, shoot 27 free throws is agonizing yeah. to watch. I do not like watching the Rockets. I barely they're, watch them. I will. Boring. I hardly ever watch them. Uh, I, I do not like James Harden. I, I <laughs> Honestly, I don't know if I've liked a player less since Kevin Garnett. Wow. And yeah. I hate Kevin Garnett. If you yeah, know me, you know that I absolutely hate Kevin Garnett. I thought you, I thought you were more of a uh, Russ Westbrook hater than uh, James Harden hater. No, God, no, 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 okay. no, no. Because Russ, Russ at least like plays the game. Sure, dude. James yeah. Harden is so goddamn, and he just, you can't, you never win a championship with a guy like that. You can win a championship with a guy like Russell Westbrook. Sure, yeah. You can, like it's just, he, it's I, I, it's shitty basketball. Well, 
And I don't know if I'd agree with that, actually, now that I think about it, because James Harden is far more efficient than Russell Westbrook has ever and will ever be. Yeah. I mean, that's that's fine, but, like, he doesn't Russ, do anything else for you. He, think, like, sure. he is selfish. Right, like, and the one thing that Russell yes, does this year is, like... his numbers are good, sure, yeah. whatever, but, like, yeah. he is ultimately a selfish James, player. James Harden does make the, the people around him better. Like, he definitely, he definitely does. He gets people shots when they, like, in a position where they're actually capable of making them. He distributes the ball, still gets his points, like... He carried pre CP3. He carried a team through the playoffs on multiple occasions. I mean, that's fine. Uh, just, whereas Russell Westbrook can't do that. Just not, hasn't hasn't shown to do it. Just not a fan. It. And I just like I just I hate the way he plays, and I just hate his stupid dumb face and his stupid dumb beard. <laughs> I just I don't like him. I, I don't. Where does he rank? Have on you your ever list seen of, him without that beard though? Yeah, I have. It's not fun not to look at. Where do you rank James Harden on the list of all-time shooting guards? It's gotta be number five, right? So I was going to say top five. It's got to be. Yeah, probably top five. Who do you five. put ahead of him? Kobe, Dwayne Wade. Jordan. And Jerry West. Jay is a real Wasn't big Jerry, Jerry West. Jerry West was like kind of a, was a point guard, though. I mean, like. Classified as a shooting guard. I would put I would put it, I would say Jordan, then I would say Kobe, then I would say D. Wade, Jerry West, and then. Because, like, when Jerry, Jerry, like, on those, those Lakers teams, like, Gail Goodrich was the shooting guard. Jerry West like ran the yeah, point. He was more of a point guard. I don't know. He's. But, I, I agree with that. Because I thought you were going to say Allen Iverson. Uh, and then no. I have. A, I have a real. Mm-mm. No, I think I'd probably put like Clyde Drexler in that list. Yeah. Before I, I would, you were saying how Harden is more efficient than Westbrook. I was. I just wanted to point out yesterday Westbrook or uh, whenever it was against the Lakers, Westbrook went three for twenty. Uh, and he was one for seven from three, but he still ended the game with a fucking triple double. Yeah, he knows how to get it, man. Yeah, um, fourteen. He points. is he's a stat stuffer. He's oh, a stat sure. hunter. That's he's I mean, the he worst is. of the worst. Sixteen boards, ten assists. But he also Here, had like steals and shit. Like he helped the team out. Here's the other question I have. So one of the things that we touched discussed a little bit before the podcast started was um, CP3 has been injured. He's definitely not. He hasn't been himself this year. It's been pretty evident. Um, and since he's been out, they've been on a tear. Are the Rockets better without CP3? Uh, I don't think so. I think he uh, overall is still gonna is very helpful to that team. I just think he came back injured. I don't think he was ready to play. Oh, I agree. 100%. When he came back, he looked slow. Hey, you, he, I kept on seeing him like grabbing at his hamstring. That that thing was Here, still not a hundred percent. Here's, when he here's came what back. I here's what I will say. Um, so Clint Capella hasn't been great this year. Eric Gordon has been he recently. Really hasn't. He hasn't. After I mean, he got that contract, he also came in shape too. A little bit more recently. Yeah. That's also another thing. Every single player on the Rockets came in out of shape. Yeah. Who the fuck is their trainer? Yeah, it's crazy. They're all doing. We talk about this all the time. But here's the thing. Bef- last offseason, Tad and I did a preseason podcast, and we talked about the Rockets and like, how is this CP3 thing going to work out? Because when you think about it, when the Rockets were at their best on offense, Harden was what. Just really quick, I've been I've been pulling this up on my phone. That's why I haven't contributed really anything. James Harden, if you compare him to Russell Westbrook, from a, a, an efficiency standpoint, James Harden's player efficiency rating for his career is twenty three point nine. Russell Westbrook's twenty three point eight. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. Wow. Here's what I will say, it, but that that, that is entire career. Everything. If you took James Harden's peak versus Russell Westbrook's peak, I, I'm fairly. Certain. What do we consider their peak? Because I can pull, I can 
break it down like that if you want. <laughs> you I'm could. Sure you could. I was also going to say. I would say basically all of his Houston does the play since that point. Player efficiency rating does that also uh, does that just strictly sh- like shooting? But that also includes everything. It's, it's, else, right? it's everything. It's, it's, it's usage, like usage rate, usage, and like yeah, yeah all yeah, that. It's, rating, I think it's because Westbrook gets so many rebounds and steals right. and assists, and he's a and positive shit. on the defensive end where right. James Harden is. That's a the one thing I will say about West. Russ Russ has committed himself on the defensive end, which is why that team is doing so well this year because. Dude, fucking Paul George, man. Paul George is like second team in all NBA right now. They chanted, Lakers fans chanted, "We did, we didn't want you" or something at him the other night when they played. Uh, the Lakers, the him. Lakers' young core of like Lonzo Ball, Kyle Kuzma, and Brandon Ingram had like twenty nine points on fifteen of like forty one shooting or something like that. Meanwhile, uh, uh, Paul George had twenty nine points on fifteen of twenty like twenty nine shooting. Yeah, he or ended, something. He like, ended the game with thirty seven points. I know that much. Like. Uh, he fucking crushed it. So it was a very good game. I love that guy, Paul George. <laughs> yeah, I love him too. I love that guy. That I'm so great. happy that his legs yeah, are better. Uh, I'm sure all those strippers are very happy that he's healthy again. <laughs> he's married, bro. That don't mean shit. <laughs> 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 Have you ever seen those texts I, between him and that like hooker? Then he was like trying to get her to fuck him and Lance Stevenson when they were both playing in Indianapolis. <laughs> That's solid. So bad. So here's here's the hey, point you know that what? I was gonna make. He's a good teammate. <laughs> You're damn right. Here, here's the here's the point that I was gonna make. Uh, you guys are idiots. Here's the point that I was gonna make. Um, actually, not. I'm looking. Clint Capella's numbers. They're actually better. This, he's. I'm telling you, he's, he's been playing. Highs. He's been he's playing, playing better. better. But here's the point that I was gonna make. Started off is, poorly, though. Um, a couple years ago, before CP3 joined, that like record-setting Rockets offense had James Harden playing the point, and they were incredible and super fun to watch. Now with CP3 out and them not having any real point guards besides, I guess, Austin Rivers. Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's been forced now to start at the point guard and Eric Gordon starting next to him at the two, which is what they did in Mike D'Antoni's first yeah. season. Their offense now has been firing on all cylinders. And when you have an aging point guard like CP3, I just wonder if, like, he'll never accept a bench role, but good lord, man. They are so much better without him right now because he's just not himself. Yeah, Last year I, they I were think great. that's the thing. Is he's, he's, not, not he's not that guy right now. I, if he's willing to come off the bench, I think what they should do is, like, look at this one we do. The second unit is just going to be you and Carmelo. You two just do whatever you feel like doing. <laughs> <laughs> Good lord! How many years does Chris Paul have left? Two. I two. say two or three. Two. Yeah, yeah. And he won't be a rocket <clears throat> in the last season of his. I guess he he might have to be. I mean, he's contracted to be. Does he? Do, do you do, like when he yeah. when he's like ready to call it quits? Do they do the Clippers sign him to like a ten day contract so that like he can retire as a Clipper? No, yeah. No, the Lakers sign him to a ten day contract. <laughs> is he is he the best Clipper of all time? Oh yeah, undeniably. Like right? I mean, well, yeah, I guess you got Elgin Baylor maybe. Nah. Elgin Brother didn't play for the Clippers. He was the GM for the Clippers. It's all right, buddy. It's okay. Wow. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. Uh, you, said, you said it, and I was like, well, I, th- I still think CP3 yeah, is better. Not no. even thinking about it. <laughs> and if that was if that had factored into it at all, he's the worst Clipper of all time. He was a terrible, terrible GM. Um, <laughs> just so bad. Oh, you know you know who's a pretty great Clippers player? We, oh, Darius Miles. <laughs> the best. The greatest. Corey Maggetti. Corey Maggetti. Corey, Corey Spaghetti and Meatballs. Quentin Richardson. Um, there you go. So let's move on to the next topic. Um, as I'm sure all the all the listeners have heard and and we have heard, the Anthony Davis rumors are heating up. Uh, like a Le- LeBron got fined for tampering. Uh, there's been a lot of 
Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. There's been a lot of Lakers rumors. There's been a lot of Celtics rumors. Recently, there's been rumors about should we do a Ben Simmons for Anthony Davis swap straight up? Like, a lot of rumors have been flying around out Hold there. Hold on, just real Wait, quick. Wait, who the hell said that? Have you guys not did heard? Did you see no. that? Oh, yeah. Did you see that Joel Embiid had, like, a, a double-double in, like, 15 minutes the other night. He's incredible. Dude. Yeah. It was the most... He had like 22 and 10 in like... It was like 15 minutes. I was... Last so, night, I think he scored 40, 42 and had like 13 rebounds or something like that. The team is currently constructed. Doesn't make sense with Ben Simmons on it. They're better without Ben Simmons on that team. If you if you fill his spot with the right star. That's why these Ben Simmons for... Because here's the thing. If you're New Orleans, and this kind of gets into the conversation of like who needs him most, in my opinion, New Orleans needs Anthony Davis more than any team in the NBA by far because they have zero fandom and you have arguably the somebody who could be a top five, maybe the greatest point power forward of all time um, on your team in his peak, and the city still doesn't care. If you're going to keep basketball in New Orleans, you need a star, and Ben I Simmons also, is the only key I to that. I feel terrible. They shouldn't keep basketball in New Orleans. Nobody in I, I, they've talked about it multiple times. New Orleans gives a shit about football, and yeah, that is it. it. Well, and the, dude, they have like five NBA writers. That's it. Yeah, that's they, it. New Orleans doesn't give a fuck about basketball. Yeah. I just want to hop in here real quick. He had twenty and ten, twenty-two points, ten rebounds, three steals, and a block in twelve minutes. Twelve minutes. Mm-hmm. He's a monster. That's outrageous. Yeah, he's, that, he's, on, he's that's he's, legit. Me and two K, like on fucking rookie right, mode. on rookie mode. Yeah. yeah, with the sliders turned all the way. Oh, up. hell yes. <laughs> he is. He is incredible. Um, so the question is, <clears throat> if you're looking at Anthony Davis suitors, who has the most to offer right now? If you're in New Orleans, who's whose potential offer when you think about their assets are you most excited about? Hmm. The Lakers I, got I mean, the best one. I don't. Do I they? The Clippers have a lot of assets to offer. I think the Nuggets could make a solid offer for them. The problem is, if I'm the Nuggets, I don't really want to get rid of a bunch of those like young guys. For Anthony Davis, I don't know. Anthony Davis is a top three player in the NBA. I, I, look, I, I totally understand that argument, but the, the Nuggets are fucking good. They're real good. Like, do you want yeah, like very, the chemistry is well good? Right I, Sometimes it doesn't make sense to bring in a guy. Also, like that. Really I would quick. be happy, happy to give them. Jamal Murray, uh, fucking Gary Harris, and a pick, maybe even Michael Porter Jr. But here's, in exchange for Anthony Davis. Here's the problem. You have here's the problem. You got now you're New Orleans. I don't think that's. But true. now, you, I mean, realistically, now okay. You, then who else have, do they have? You have him. You have Jokic. You have Will Barton, who is still a scorer. You have Paul Mills. Well, I don't think Will Barton is ever going to come back to 100. Uh, percent I think. And also, okay. that's a fucking. Clogged ass front court. I dude, I do not think I do not think that Anthony makes Davis, I don't think that makes him better. Jokic I don't. And Millsap, nah. you become New yeah, Orleans. The problem, the, the problem with a lot of these teams is they send all these, these these young players or these good players away for like one generational guy, which Anthony Davis clearly is, and then your team is bad, like average, because you just are the, you you have now the same roster here's, here's of the, the team that he was playing here's on. Look thing, at the though. fucking Knicks with Carmelo. Sure, but here's the thing. When you look at the history of the NBA, you have to take that gamble because there's basically only been like three or four teams in the history of the NBA that didn't have a top five player on their team. Now, when I say top five, I'm not, I'm not saying like top five all time. I'm saying in that season. I, no, I understand what you're player. saying, but you have to take that chance. Jokic is a top ten guy this year. That's fine. He's not top five. Top ten. Anthony Davis top three. Bro. I don't even know if to, is Anthony Davis top three. Hell yeah. You sure? Hell yeah. LeBron, yep. Giannis, 
and then you just throw it straight in him right there? There's, I mean, there's Kawhi. Kawhi, there's Curry, I've there's Durant. Him, I've got him over Kawhi. I've we got just him talked Curry. about what the fuck Joel Embiid's been Durant doing. Durant might be the only one. It's tough, man. That top, that, 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 that see, that's the thing, though. That top, Which actually, like, all that, like guys top seven is all pretty interchangeable. Yeah. Right now, it's probably, for me, it's LeBron, Giannis, then it's Anthony Davis, Kevin Durant, uh, and I would say in fifth is Steph Curry. Those are my top five players in the NBA right now. Currently. Currently. That's what I'm saying. Like, currently. I, I, yeah. I, get, I mean, I get it. But I, I think... You have to take that chance. The Clippers and the Nuggets have probably have the most to offer them. If I'm the Nuggets, I don't do it. I, I, mean, I, just, I don't. The, I look. That's me. There's there's a couple teams that keep coming up. It's Boston, Philly, L.A. There's been some... I, Boston, I always forget that Boston just has a fucking shitload. Well, dude, like, if yeah, you're Boston... They've got a football team worth of tradable if you're, assets. If you're Boston, you send... Hayward, Brown, every single first-round pick you have over the next two seasons, basically, for Anthony Davis. Well, don't they have four next year? Yeah. Send send New Orleans every single first-round pick you have this season, plus Hayward and Jalen Brown, or maybe Terry Rozier. See ya. Bye. I saw, dude, I was on the Orlando Magic subreddit the other day, and somebody, like a Boston fan, was like, would you trade J- uh, Jonathan Isaac for Jalen Brown Terry Rozier, I think like we threw in something else. I can't even remember. And I yeah, was like, fucking say, yeah, yeah, dude. Like, yeah, it seems like a fucking very yeah. yeah. Like, without a second goddamn thought. Yeah. But um, no, you're probably right. Although Gordon Hayward has been not good this year. I don't want to say bad. He but did drop 35 not, last night. He did, but up until that point, no. If we did this podcast yesterday, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, I agree. He's been he, bad. he has not been good. Been I, I don't bad. think that's going to last. No, I don't no, think no. that's going to be a continuing trend. The guy came no, back no. from a goddamn broken foot. Right. Yeah. That's hard. Well, they to were saying today from. too, like even it took P- Paul George even like four years to get back to where he is now. Yeah. Right. He he was an all star caliber player, but like it took him four years to get back to here. So, so as good as he is now, right. and no offense to Hayward. He is not the same as Paul George. No, no. Even, no. even at both of them full healthy, Hayward is not sticking with George. Yeah. I, I, so this is this is my thing. It's just like, oh come on, Anthony Davis. You only had thirty four points and twenty six <laughs> rebounds. Come uh, on, man. There are. I I am of the opinion that. Uh, sorry. Here. Uh, I'm of the opinion that the team. If I'm Philly, I'm very seriously entertaining the idea of bringing Anthony Davis over to play with because he can stretch the floor unlike DeMarcus Cousins could. So that's the argument there. Those right? two guys, those two guys can play together. They can because absolutely coexist because, because both and, of them uh, can shoot. Yeah, you talking about Embiid and Anthony Davis? Yes. Yeah, I can see that. Those guys can coexist because they can both stretch the floor, they can both handle the ball, they can both pass, they both play amazing defense. It's unlike Boogie. Boogie can stretch the floor a little bit. He, the hard he part, though, is getting handler. enough shots. Sure, sure. Yeah. And that's, but, you sacri- Jimmy in there. but you sacrifice that in exchange for... And in that case, Jimmy becomes your ball handler. He's a great playmaker and a great ball well, handler. You also got to get Redick involved in the offense. I mean, obviously. you got to get the guy like 8, eight or 9 or 12 or I'm, 15 shots a night. <laughs> I'd be surprised if Redick doesn't go in that trade as well, to be honest. Because you got... I mean, you've got to send... Because here's the thing with New Orleans. I wanna, I just really quick. Don't... Don't even put that bad juju on JJ, man. Please don't never. do that. To me. I, mean, I cool. like that he plays I for a never. contender. Yeah. No, so, so, New Orleans. This is. I honestly don't consider Philly a contender, but I mean, who needs who needs him more, the Pelicans or the field? Or, let's say those three teams specifically. The Pelicans, <laughs> yeah. badly. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it's, I mean, the Pelicans are are bad. They're bad. Yeah, absolutely. They're so they're and they're terrible. Like, they're so terrible. Yeah. Also, not to mention, Did I mean, score like forty-five. I mean, the, other day in the, long the fucking reason that they uh, have him is because that guy agreed to buy them from. 
he agreed to buy them from the NBA. I mean, for sure was guaranteed the first round pick. Remember the the NBA took control of them yeah. from uh, George Shin, I believe, was the owner of the the yeah. Hornets at the time, yeah. and uh, then. They they couldn't find a bidder, and then they found one, and then miraculously they got the number one pick. It's like, oh, man, I wonder a little quid pro quo there, huh? Yeah. Give us $700 million for the team, and we'll throw in uh, Anthony Davis. Uh, yeah, but here, so here's my here's God my damn, he's an ugly human being. He's not pretty. Not a good looking man, he's but damn handsome. can he play. Wait, go back to his stats, yeah. He is, I mean, he is... Guys, he's fucking incredible, man. He's very. You good. have to. You have to Go down. trade him. What was the other? No, thirty-four, trade twenty-two. For him, that's what it was. Oh, they won. I'm sorry, the forty-eight point game. They won. Yeah. He, but barely, right? Didn't they just barely win that game? Uh, one fourteen yeah, to one twelve. And he scored forty-eight drop and had seventeen. Seventeen rebounds, four assists, two blocks, two steals. I think only you could, one turnover. I think you could arguably. I, could, I think you could conceivably make the argument that. Anthony Davis is the most dominant big man since Shaq, since prime Shaq. I agree. Oh, uh, yeah. I agree. This is what I'm saying. Like Joel Embiid's trying to catch up to them. He um, he just has, like, he's got all the fucking skills, man. He's got all the skills. He does everything. He is He is the perfect, he's the perfect basketball player. Like, he really is the perfect basketball player in a lot of ways. No, and that's the perfect basketball player. See, but this is what I'm saying. Giannis. Like, guys, onto the kumpo. this is what I'm saying. Like, he's that fucking good. Yo, Demonte Sabonis is number 10 on the player impact estimate rating list right now that's insane yeah. um yeah I, I don't know i i just my feeling is you you do whatever you can yeah. did you see danny green's net rating yeah he's crushing it you have to, you do whatever you can to get that guy yeah. no matter what no matter what because you need a top five player in the nba to win a championship it's a it's a proven fact his player efficiency rating is 30.3. God damn. That's unreal. Mm-hmm. I think he might be leading in probably in that category. Um That is that is like LeBron like career high. Yeah. Player oh, efficiency. look at Mike Scott over there. Crushing it. <laughs> what, the, what was his name? The, the three regional manager. manager. <laughs> <laughs> um I was gonna say this. I was I was on Reddit the other day and someone because I since I saw Danny Green, someone who was like a Raptors fan was like, I would just like to point out from years of watching Danny Green playing with literally four future Hall of Famers. He yeah. was like, I thought he was just a fuck-up. But now he's on Toronto. I realized that guy's really good. Yeah. Like, And he is. He's legitimately a good player. He was player. damn near out of the league at one point. Uh, yeah. I know. Player efficiency rating right now. His efficiency rating is 36.9. 36.9. And Giannis, baby, 33. Speaking the of, league. of Danny Green like almost being out of the league, this is like totally not in line with this conversation, but I saw this on Reddit the other day on the NFL Reddit. And it was like, how many guys got drafted into that were talented players got drafted into bad situations and then washed out of the NBA or the NFL? How, there's there's probably got to be a decent amount of NBA guys that that happened oh, to where oh, they went to just sure. dysfunctional ass teams yeah. or teams with like poor coaching staffs yeah. that like pretty much anybody who got drafted by the Kings over the last fifteen years, probably the Suns too for a while there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's been a couple. So Ben McLemore can just blame the Kings then. I would. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, At one so point, I wanted Orlando to take him with a number two pick. Yeah, there was a lot of people that were high on uh, Shabazz Muhammad. No, uh, well, yeah, but no, Shabazz Muhammad was no, like, he just, claimed he was like 19 when he was actually like 34. He was kind of a dickhead, too. Yeah, he was. Um, so, next topic. And, Tad, you brought this one up, so I'll let you introduce it. Oh, yeah, I just read an uh, interview the other day. Uh, the other day, I read it today. Today, yeah. Sorry, I read today, it today. Actually. Now, uh, when you, when Jerry, you listen to Jerry, this, it'll be yesterday. Jerry Logan or Jerry West, who is a pretty humble guy by all accounts, if you yeah. ever like listen to him, uh, is embarrassed that he is the logo of the NBA. It's crazy. Um, 
Which like he he's like I didn't mind when they did it, but then when it, everybody found out it was me, he's like I just I was kind of uncomfortable by that. Yeah, he's, he's like I'm assen- that you're essentially declaring me like in some ways right. the face of the league. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's just like yeah, it's just not my you know not really not really my thing. He doesn't particularly uh, like you know he, he's he's just embarrassed by it. Yeah, um, I mean he was he is he is by by all signs like a super to your point like humble guy and like borderline not introverted but like super super quiet I can see he, that he, being a little he, introverted I, he's, he's got a he's, boy, uh, he's, he's openly discussed that he has issues with depression cause you know like when he was a kid he had to pull a shotgun on his dad right so that'll do it I'm sorry um, what yeah, yeah his dad used it. to used to beat the shit out of him when he was a little kid and he um, he would he started sleeping with a shotgun under his bed wow and uh yeah, he, he pulled a shotgun on his dad. That's one time. wild. That's so. why they call him Mr. Clutch. Mr. Clutch. <laughs> I thought that's why they called him Mr. Outside because his, uh-huh. his dad. He was always like, "Dad, outside." <laughs> uh, also, Zeke from Cabin Creek is a fun name. <laughs> that is pretty good. Although Zeke, I don't know what the. I don't know what his name is. Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> also, Jerry. Like, has anybody post like nineteen fifty been named Jerry? Jerry Gingrich. <laughs> Jerry Gergich. Right. I saw him one time. I remember you telling yeah. me. <laughs> the actor? Yeah. yeah you met him on like you would actually yeah. the Nice guy. Oh, Real nice God. guy. Um, he, uh, yeah, he he has a, a condo just near where I live in Gold Coast, actually. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, oh, be careful. Now the people, the listeners are going to find you. So I'm looking for you. There are, uh, <laughs> there are a couple other things that I want to discuss off this. So number one, is the logo... The best nickname in sports. That is, in my opinion, that is the best sports nickname of all time. It's hard to beat that. Second to maybe the three general manager. <laughs> three general manager is pretty great. Don't, please don't forget the hick from French Lick. That's uh, top five. Who the hell is that? Larry That's Bird. Larry Bird. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I honestly did not know that that yeah, was his. Yeah. I mean, from Lick. Larry Legend is also a good one right. if we're going to go ahead and talk about Larry. But, I mean, just the just, logo. Like, the you are the, the fucking logo. Yeah. It's, logo. It's definitely the best is the NBA logo the best logo in all sports? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I think so. The baseball, the baseball logo, the MLB logo is fucking wild. Well, so, that's just the dude swinging a bat. It's, just, right? it's, it's just not it's, even swinging a bat. It's he's just, just a ball, and the pick, he's like he literally he's just like looking at pitching. Oh, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, 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 I'm thinking. I'm thinking of the. I was thinking of like the cover of like the show. Right. Yeah. yeah I'm like, no, oh no. yeah, you're right. It's just basically. Oh my god. A guy, I, okay. It's literally a guy, a, like, a guy taking a pitch. <laughs> Please, because it's also like please feel, eye height. Please feel free to make fun of me for this. It's totally fair game. I never realized that that little white dot on the MLB was <laughs> a fucking baseball. I just, I never, I never thought about it. Just like, yeah, it's just a guy fucking with his bat. There's that little weird white oh circle. It's God, a fucking it's baseball. So good. No, there's, there's two options or three options of of that. Option number one, that guy's taking a ball. Option number two. He's about to get hit in the face with a baseball. And option number three, he's about to go a league of their own and swing at the high one. <laughs> like, those are the only three yeah, options for it. that one. That's literally it. And I was just like, it, it is not a great one. And the NFL one's stupid. Yeah. The shield. Protect the shield. shield. Yeah. yeah. NHL's uh, a shield, too. NHL's also a shield, yeah. That's just... They've had discussions about changing the NBA logo, like, a lot, a lot. Who makes sense? Okay. Like, obviously, Jordan's feels like an obvious choice, but I don't know that... There was... No, I got a good one. I was, I was on an NBA thread on Reddit today. Actually, that's where I found this interview. Right, I remember you saying And 
um, there is a picture like because the thing is you you kind of got to do like if you did if you go Jordan like you can't do the jump man because then the NBA just becomes one giant sneaker advertisement. Right, right. Um, <laughs> there was somebody somebody made one of him like it's a picture of him dribbling the ball up the court and they basically made it in like the same way that the current yeah. logo is. It's just like um, and I thought that was fine, but there was one that somebody suggested which I thought was really cool and that was uh, Dirk one step or one foot. Fade away, and it <laughs> looks like it sure looks cool. it looked real good. Sure I'll cool. pull up a picture. Mine here. also would be awesome. I think we should do a Kareem skyhook. Yeah, that's a good one. That is a good one. That's because then it stays in the same like. Yep. Yeah, it's just like this ball coming out. I do like that. We <laughs> for those of you who remember uh, the beginning of NBA, this one, our yeah. original logo was uh, Swaggy P Swaggy with his P arms out. R.I.P. Swaggy P. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's, he's no longer the Nuggets. We got waved after four games. Fun fact: the current logo is three dudes, and I'm not one of them. That's true. That's oh yeah, true. yeah. We should probably look into that. I've been thinking about it, but I was <laughs> I was hoping he wouldn't notice. This is the Jordan logo. That's that one's really bad. I don't hate that one. Like it's, it's, him, it's, it's him dribbling. Same, it's the relaxed. same thing, more yeah, or less. Something crazy. You could throw the old uh, Shaq logo <laughs> on there, you know? Yeah. But no, the the Skyhook one is good. I, I that like one, that I a lot. Like that. And I would, lo- I would love to see if you can do uh, um, uh, Hakeem Olajuwon, but like you can't really do... Nah. You can't really do could you, hard, It's hard to show the, footwork. Could the NBA logo... Moving forward, be in, in this world of technology that we live in. Could the NBA logo be a GIF Ooh. of <laughs> of Hakeem just ab- abusing Enjoy David it. Robinson? Here, here, here. Yeah, here. like just uh, it just it's moves. A just a GIF <laughs> it's a GIF of him going back and forth and just a larger man falling. Just, uh, uh. I mean, that is that that would be a I would be here for that. But also, I could also legit going back to the uh, skyhook. You can see the fucking commercial. Because as he's in slow motion doing the skyhook, they stop, and then all of a sudden, the new logo is that shit. Yeah, like I mean, that's, that's all you got. I'm, I'm totally here for that. I've been watching a lot of uh, this podcast called Defunct Land, so they keep on showing like pr- promos for all of the different like uh, times that like amusement parks have new rides and shit. Right. I'm just like, all I can think of now are promos for everything that comes into my life. And like all I'm thinking of is promos. It's like fucking so stupid. It's all in my mind so often. I do have one other good one. What if it's just Larry Bird with both hands like clutching his back? Clutching his back? <laughs> if if it's Larry Bird, it's Larry Bird oh. at the three point contest, still wearing his warm up jersey, yeah, or is that even, or just holding or, one in the air, or Larry Bird uh, black topping his mom's driveway. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, next topic. Um, so Nikki and I were hanging out the other day. We saw a thread on Reddit. I'm really getting into Reddit, by the way. I didn't think I for forever I wouldn't look into it. I didn't like it. And Nikki showed me how he uses it, and I recently started getting into it. And now I get it. It took forever, but I now understand. I simultaneously love and hate the NBA Reddit because I find people. There are some people that post some like super in depth, like oh, analytical yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. love it. So, and so then thorough. all the comments are fucking just dumbass wigger, sixteen year old right. kids like. Posting like stupid memes and calling everybody nephew. Yeah, it I'm, is like ninety percent nephews. Now. No, but like it's, I it's so ridiculous. I realize now when I'm looking at my NBA social medias, Reddit is for conversation starters and Twitter is for news. That's just what it is. Yeah, that's exactly yeah, that's what I. That's what exactly what I yeah. use it for. 
I legit don't even read the comments anymore on Reddit. I just read the articles yeah. and like and the actual statistical stuff that they post. No, so, I've gotten in too many arguments. Some on, of the fun on, pictures. I've gotten in too many arguments on the NBA Reddit with dumbass kids that I'm just like I can't. I, do yeah, it. Can't, can't do, do it. it. I do that on Twitter. Um, so here's here's the question that was asked on Reddit that I'd like to ask here on the podcast. So when you look at the current uh, makeup of the top points per game scores in the NBA. The question on Reddit was, who is the most surprising? I'm going to include the three guys who have 19.9. Who is the most surprising 20-point-per-game score in the NBA right now? Why the hell can I see? Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I was like, I was looking at the wrong side. I was like, right, So, like, anybody, I would say anybody in the top, probably the top Well, let's, 20. I just want to look at the top 10 and see who's it. There's nobody in the top 10 that's, a, that's no. I think anybody from, like, 29 to 25 is, like, the... Well, Tim, uh, well, you know, Tim Hardaway Jr. makes sense, but it's Tim, still Tim Hardaway surprising. Jr. is one of my more surprising ones. I wanted he to is say the number one guy. I wanted to say him, but that's exact. He's their, he's he, their, who their take, number one. Who takes yeah. their shots? Yeah, it's it's got to be him. Hey, c- congrats close. to your uh, Orlando boy, Nicola. Yeah, he's always had that scoring ability. Nicola. He's pretty much always been like right at. He's been right good, and when he got hurt, we have been we were terrible, and now he's back and we're winning yeah. again. Yeah. I will say, like Drew Holiday, historically speaking, I mean, I'll pull up his stats here, but historically speaking, has not been like a twenty point per game scorer outside of right around there. He's like he's like. 189 yeah, guy. Yeah, sure. But like, you know, 20 is kind of like that threshold. That's like the breaking point of like, oh, you you are I'm going to say for his career sport. that he has scored. I'm not going to look. Just tell me if I'm wrong. 17.8 points per game for his career. 15.3. Oh, no, really? Yeah, like now granted his the beginning of his career didn't start very hot, but yeah, he's Eight. he's pretty much been like a 15 point per game scorer in his career. So that he uh, you know what, honestly, I thought he scored a lot more than he did. And that I am Well, actually, last year he was averaging 19. So last is, year, that's the uptick for him. This is looking like it might be one of his better seasons. Yeah. I am actually shocked. Honestly, I'm I'm shocked. Yeah. Um, um, he's basically been a 15 point per game scorer his I was also going to say uh Tobias Harris yeah. only because he hasn't been doing well, and also, like, that like his whole career. He's not. He isn't. He isn't really their number one option. Like, uh, no, Boban uh, is. <laughs> yeah, Boban. No, uh, fucking. Um, oh my god, I'm blanking on his name. The fucking Italiano. Dark. Uh, not Darko. Oh, good lord. Um, Darko Malikachik. No, he's yeah. <laughs> uh, Oh my god, what is his fucking name? I'm blanking on his name. What are you? Uh, on the Clippers? The oh, you're talking guy. about Danilo? Gallo. Yeah, oh, Danilo. Yeah, I'm sorry. Danilo. Why couldn't I think of his name either? I was he's like, their dude, number I know. one option right now. Like, he's he's their number one option. Tobias Harris is kind of their number two option, even though he is scoring more efficiently. He's kind of just robotic. Like, he just gets his points. Yeah. But, like, Danilo's been kind of the the, the, the guy leading the charge for them. I mean, he's um, still averaging 19.6, which oh, is yeah, roughly yeah, if you I mean, round he's up. right I mean, below this list. I'm going to say, though, the most shocking person that is averaging 20 points per game is Julius Randle. I was going to say Julius Randle. Because he is coming off the bench for that team. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, granted, he's been starting since Nico Miracic came out, but he started off the season on the bench. I, I maintain that Brooke Lopez is number one, but Julius Randle is number two as uh, in terms of like free agent additions. This I offseason. thought you were I, – I was like, Brooke Lopez is averaging 20 points. <laughs> you said number one, so I was like, oh, he's your most surprising. I was like, holy no. fuck, he's averaging 20 points a game. No. The, um, one, the one that came up on the Reddit thread was Buddy Heald as like Buddy the most Heald, surprising yeah. one because, once again, he's not the number one option. Well, he might be the number one option. He comes off the bench. De'Aaron Fox is technically the number one I think it would be De'Aaron and probably uh, Bogdan. Bogdan Bogdanovich yeah. is like, yeah. he's he does a lot of scoring for them. Yeah, That's and then that Buddy, Hield's, Buddy Hield's coming off the bench. He's been a great, uh, he's not even coming off the bench but that he, much, he doesn't really That doesn't really shock me. He averages like 30 minutes a game. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And he. And he can shoot. He's he's yeah. like, I mean, he's like, he's like Sweet yeah. Lou. Or I mean, like yo, Jamal Crawford. Julius, or like, yeah. you know, one of those guys. Julius Randle's averaging 19.9 on only 29 points per game. 
29 like, minutes, you mean? I mean, thank you, minutes. Um, he is by far yeah. the the lowest on the totem pole of minutes per game of the guys who are at 20 or right around 20. Yeah. I want to see. He's also averaging, there. Julius Randle's averaging like nine rebounds a game. Damn, yeah. Jimmy Butler and Derrick Rose are 35 and 36 on that list. Oh Look at them. God. Just. Hanging out, oh, Derek, always together. Fucking Derek Ryan's always together. Yo, fucking Luca's killing it, dude. Luca's crushing it. Good lord. Honestly, some of these guys on some of the guys on these lists that are averaging as many points as they are are actually shocking. Like TJ Warren at eighteen eighteen five. He's their he's their second best scorer. I understand that, but like I just you know like Josh Richardson at eighteen five. Like yeah. he he is like their he's only their scorer. And honestly, like, it's not. It's it is more of like a kind of. Chris Milton should be scoring more than 17.9. They're that, winning, that team's they're so winning. balanced. They're I know, so they're balanced. very balanced. We but... didn't talk about this, but since you brought up Chris Middleton, if you're Milwaukee, if you're Milwaukee, and you have a chance to get Anthony Davis in exchange for, like, Chris Middleton and whoever the fuck they want, you gotta do it, right? It would be the freakiest team of all time. Yes, but also, who would they want outside of Chris Middleton? Fucking dude, you could take, you can take Bledsoe, you can take Brogdon, you can take Middleton, there you go. That's ha- that's honestly hard though because Bud built that team around three point shooting. Yeah. Sure, and like you, you are now you have no shooting. Sure, yeah. If you get None. rid of all your shooters, sure. yeah. That's I don't know. That's again. I don't know if it yeah, makes. I don't know if it makes that team that, better. That, in all honesty, seems because you've like, already got a top five guy, and that's your yeah, criteria. Is right. you got to have at least one. Yeah, sure. we, need, it's not need, even top. It's the second guy. Yeah. <laughs> like it's. I mean, in all honesty, getting the second and the third, it'd be pretty awesome. Yeah. Because uh, then they can take on the fourth and the fifth. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, I maintain that Julius Randle's probably the most surprising. They can. List. They can do most a, impressive uh, by far. Like not even close. They can do a Michael Jordan mm-hmm. two, three to four, five. I mean, fuck, he's. Nineteen point nine what points per game? Dude, Gallinari's shooting forty six percent from three, yeah. and Derrick Rose is shooting forty six point two, which is probably more surprising. <laughs> but insane. Derrick Rose is having a pretty good season. Is he still leading the league in three point percentage? He can't be. Uh, click on it. No, because that's forty five right there mm. for Steph. No, Derrick Rose is shooting better than that. He's shooting forty six point two. Yeah, dude. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Just click on uh, click. Can't. Oh, you, can't. you can't. Boo. Uh, what the hell? Here I got What's it. What's going on here? Yeah, 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 he's got this. Add a custom filter. I don't know how. What? Is that category? No. Uh, oh, or you have to advance filters. I did. Oh, is that what that brings? Who cares? We'll just wait for Tad to bring it up. Yeah, I think he might be leading the league in three-pointer. Three-pointer? That'd be fucking ridiculous. <laughs> that would make you. no sense. I think he might be. Ugh, that's hilarious. It's crazy. It's, he's completely revitalized his, his yeah. career this season. Like, he's a, he's a totally Oh, damn. True Holiday and I are the same age? Yeah. Shit. He's young. He's young as fuck. I don't know. I thought I always thought he was older. Yeah, he uh, he's he's not. Uh, huh. <laughs> he's not. He's not at all. Um, well, since we're talking oh, yeah, about right there, right there, three point. Oh, that's attempts. No percentage. There it goes. Steph Curry. Ah, uh, Seth. Seth Curry. Seth Curry. He's shooting fifty-one percent. Oh, Damn. Shit. <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, yeah, Man, that's crazy. I want to see like the whole list. See some of these though. Like I'm always curious about because it's like well. Who, who is shooting more? Like threes? how many? How many threes are they? Yeah, are they shooting sure. like Dante Cunningham for the Spurs is technically number two at fifty percent. Sure. And there's fifty percent. There's that. For and sure. Joe Harris is forty eight point. Like, I mean, how many? Joe like, Harris is a little bit more legit. How many three pointers is Luke Cornett shooting per game for the Knicks? Yeah, Malcolm Brogdon shooting ninety eight percent from the free throw line. Mm-hmm. That's how you get the ball if you need it. Yeah, Malcolm Brogdon's pretty great. Um, oh yeah, you oh, can show two through, two through nineteen. There you go. 
Joe so Harris. Joe Harris, Davis, Bertans, Derek Rose, number four in the NBA. Yeah, Dillon's right behind him. Wow, damn, incredible. Oh yeah, Boyan. Um, right. Seth Curry is having a good season though. Oh, good he is. Him, he's playing yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. I, he's re- he's a really good backup point guard to uh, Damian Lillard. I guess Dame and CJ, but depending on how you argue it, like yeah, he's he's been a good. Uh, how tall is he? Six two. Yeah, he's definitely a point. Yeah, guard. this isn't his best NBA season by far. Like he had a really good couple seasons in Sacramento. Yeah. Um, in Dallas last year, he averaged like thirteen, but they were terrible. Yeah. Um, but in any case, um, he he didn't play last season. He played in Dallas two years ago. Yeah. Last year he sat out with injury. Like, he was injured. Oh, Oh, you're right. Um, oh, you see Bull Bulls out for the rest of the season? I did. I also watched him what? play against Iowa, oh, and I was not no. that impressed with him. What? Yeah. Dude, Iowa, we smoked him. Really? Dude, he got abused by this kid named Ryan Creener, who has, like, straight-up old man game. Oh, he sounds And just, <laughs> I mean, there was one move where he legitimately had his back to Bull Bull, and he had the ball in his hands like this, and he did a two-handed, over-his-head pump fake. And Bull Bull just left his feet, and he just rolled right around him and fucking laid it in. I was like, that is, I mean, you can't get beat like that. He's 18. Yeah. Um, so early voting came out for the uh, All-Star Game, um, the ballad. Um, the, ba- <laughs> the ballad of Derrick Rose. Ooh, I like that because of the movie, The Ballad of Buster <laughs> Have you seen that movie? I just uh, recently I watched haven't. it. I heard it's amazing. Pretty good. It is not a full-length movie. It no, is, no, no, uh, it's like it's a, a bunch, bunch of shorts, shorts put yes, together, yeah. It's very good. Um, so... Um, early voting came out. Um, Giannis is leading the East. LeBron is leading the West. And these are the current starters if the game were to happen today. For the West, we have Luka Doncic, Derrick Rose, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, and LeBron James? Yeah, and LeBron yeah. James. You already said LeBron. You said he yes. was the number one. And LeBron vote. James. Yeah, he's number one. Um, <laughs> issues with the Western Conference starting five? No, I love it. It's Actually, perfect. not really at all. Guys, that's a one, two, three, four, five, baby. You can't start Derrick Rose. You can start Derrick Rose. You can, man. You can. Dude, good for him. I, it's crazy. I fucking hope. So crazy. It's not going to happen. But, no, oh. no, but but at the same time, though, like. Could you fucking dude, imagine? you know what, though? The guy deserves the fucking votes because good for him. A lot of people really like him and he revitalized his career and he's. If he gets voted into the All-Star game, he's a lock for six man. I also, oh, yeah. I just want to say something real quick. How quick everybody is to forget that Derrick Rose was just at the center of a rather heinous rape case. <sighs> that was that was four years ago. I don't want to hear it. it really, wasn't America forgives, and it's also still going on. No, it's still it's going ab- on. For it's sure. actively going on. That, I mean, yeah. that's. I'm just. I just like. I have been like so enamored with him and his turnaround, and I've really enjoyed it. And then like the other day, yeah. I just happened to remember that and was like, ah, oh, fuck. I kind of hate yeah. this guy still. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'll never forget. The that. thing is, so. Not to play devil's advocate, but had had he not had that fifty-five point game, and had he not started having a breakout season, that everybody's talking about it again because he was this like wonderkin when he was here in Chicago, we wouldn't be talking about it at all. Like the the first thing that so many people brought up after the fifty-five point game was like, oh, but he raped a girl. She's like, yes, yes, absolutely, but yeah. you wouldn't have brought it up unless it was to spite the the, you know, good. the the thing that he just did again. Not yeah, I'm not trying to not spite, condoning I'm by not trying to spite it, anything here. I'm just saying that I just remembered yeah, it the other sure, day. I just sure. thought about it. I was going to say, when it comes to 
famous people, there are three levels. There are not famous enough for anyone to care, too famous to get in trouble, and right in the middle. Yep. And I would say like 90% of the people in the entertainment business are right in the middle where you can get in trouble for your bad actions. But there are some people that they're just not big a deal enough. And there was a point in time where Derrick Rose wasn't a big deal enough for anyone to care right. about the things he which did. Is, right. sad, which is very you are, sad, you are right. Right, well, that's what it is. And also, like, I will works. say, you know what? I, I actually just kind of had this thought, too, and this has nothing to do with any criminal actions that Derrick Rose may or may not have participated in. And it really has to do with, like, how hyped would we be about anybody else scoring 19 fucking points a game? Oh, like, I know. I Buddy Heal's not no. leading the fucking no. all-star votes, no. and he's averaging 20 points. No. Yep. No, the Derrick Rose fans are out there. How do you feel about Luka Doncic being an early leader? I'm fully in on I'm 100% in it, because he is the goddamn rookie of the year. I have I have issues internally. Not, not, not externally, but internally I have this internal struggle of, like, there are certain cases where a rookie absolutely deserves it. But I maintain that if Luka Doncic gets in the All-Star game and Mike Conley doesn't this year, it's it's all fucked. It's all I fucked. I think it's always fucked. It's all fucked. You shouldn't give – granted, he is going to be an All-Star for a long time. You think. You always make those yeah, assumptions. Yeah, yeah. But, like, all signs point to him being a long-time All-Star. Yeah. I think he's actually going to get voted in. Like, I think at this point oh, he's I think gonna he's going to get voted in. I, he's going to get Maybe. In. Because, like, what ends up happening is, like, a lot of these guys... I don't know if he's going to get voted in his top, top five. This might be, like, a Zaza thing. His entire country probably voted for him. Right. Um, but, like, I think he can be put... I think he deserves to be an All-Star Well, now, on the, Eastern so Conference far, side, yeah. on the Eastern Conference side, they basically have it right, uh, for the most part. You have Kawhi, you have Joel Embiid, you have Giannis, and this is where it goes a little ride. Then you have Dwayne Wade... Come on, no. That's yeah. fucking. I, I got no issue with. I got no issue with voting for a guy like that in his like send off season. Like it's a send off, yeah. And then Kyrie, you got an issue with Kyrie? Also, yes. you know, one thing that I really, honestly, truly hate, and this might just be me. So if it is, like, whatever, that's fine. I'm a known hater of certain things, um, but most things. I really hate when they talk about like pro athletes, like current athletes or former athletes, um, and. Whenever they talk about the resume, one of the things that they list are like Pro Bowl appearances or NBA yeah. All Star. Yeah. yeah, who get, it's a fucking beauty contest. Yeah, but I think it also is. It's an accolade of like you are one of the best of the best. Yeah, and also in that year. this shit like. But were you though? Like, I mean, think about how many times like just like random dudes get voted in. But well, it's like, that year, yeah, like it's last year, your, it's not for a career. It's that year, at that point in time, you were one of the top. 15 I mean, players in your East Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday has an All Star right. like appearance in his name, but he's right. not one of the greatest players. Or like uh, last year with I'm saying, uh, what's though, his I name think... from Miami? Oh, I've all of a sudden Dragon, Dragon Bender. Uh, you mean Goran Dragon? Nope, Goran Dragon. Yeah. <laughs> Wrong Dragon. I mean, like Lil Dang's two time All Star. Hell he yeah. <laughs> but it's an accolade. It's, it, during All-Star. those seasons, he was one of the best players in the Eastern Conference. Is Lil Dang on a roster? He's in yeah, Minnesota. He's in Minnesota. I, okay, that's what I thought, but yeah. I honestly could not remember. I was if watching had, like, cut, if they had cut him or. I was watching a game the other I still, day. I still follow him on IG, so I know what's going on. Nice. I was watching a game Sorry. with him the other day. <laughs> I was watching the Timberwolves play the other day, and he was on the bench. And the Timberwolves sportscasters were talking, and they're like, "There's a little, little dang great guy worked a long time with the Bulls. Oh, they were playing against the Bulls. That's why. Yeah. Uh, and he was just like, I don't think there's. He's not playing tonight, is he? Although they're in <laughs> Chicago, and the guy's like, the other guy goes, I don't even think he has a uniform. Yeah. <laughs> just There's like, no Damn. way. Uh, hey, speaking just like, of yeah, the he's Bulls, he's just going to be dude, talking to the kids. <laughs> I can't talk about the Bulls. They made me so angry. The fucking Magic just absolutely pants them the other night. And Every, everybody is. Your man. fucking head coach benched Wendell Carter Jr. and said, There's a lot you can learn from watching. Dude. Your franchise is a joke right now. A it's, joke. It's and a nightmare. Uh, to tell you the truth, nobody's really laughing because it's not a good joke. It's so embarrassing. It's like, 
it, <sighs> we're not even the worst team in the NBA, which makes it even worse. Yes, you are, and you will be. I hope we will be. By the end of the wait, why does Cleveland have a lock on their thing? Uh, are they locked to get the first one? Oh, because it's it can't be traded. Oh, it's okay. It's a protected. I was pick. like, what's going on? We're on tankathon.com, yeah, we by the way. Should, we should ask Matt. He can tell us the details yeah. about this. One. <laughs> um, I look at this website entirely too much. Go down real quick. I don't look at it enough, and I should be because okay. we suck. So that means uh, that that Cleveland one, if they're out of the top ten, that becomes Boston's then, right? Correct. Correct. Yeah, because yeah, Boston yes. Boston has four as this long as they're not. In this the top one's 10. a lock. This one's that not going that ain't anywhere. going nowhere. It's not Can going you, could uh, you imagine though if they got, went on like some? Can you weird click, ass into the, win click into streak? the mock draft because last I saw, Matt had us with. Uh, no, the, there you go. He had us. He had the Magic getting Cam Reddish. Oh, not anymore. Now he has you guys getting Cam Reddish. <laughs> I, yo, and I've, I've said it since the beginning of the season. I am all in on Cam Reddish. I like him. You do. Most. You really like him. I really like him. I think he has the perfect complementary skill set for, for everything else we need. What we need. I am fully in on Jared Culver, who he has with Orlando getting a nine. I, that is a great pick. I would love that. I would totally love that. Where do they have the – oh, Bull Bull at six. A lot of, that's gonna, right. He's going to drop. You think he's going to drop? Because well, he's, he's injured, yeah. Season, yeah. A yeah. lot of people are really big on this kid, John Moran, from Murray State. People oh, yeah, I've heard about him. him. So we... right now, the rumor the, – so basically, like, KD's a really big fan of this kid, and the Knicks fans are really, like, excited about the potential of drafting him and then KD signing with them next year. <laughs> they got a lot of like, – go down real they quick. Are they are delusional. Okay, hold on, though. If you're KD, wouldn't – like – Oh, there he is. Oh, let me pose. This. Let me let me pose oh. this to you. And we are going way off the rails here, but I don't. I, this is. I actually am really <laughs> interested to hear you guys' answers. To this. If you are a KD, and even if you're not KD, let's say you're just somebody of that like caliber, and your contract is up, you've won a couple rings in Golden State, so nobody can ever give you that you have no rings argument. The the argument that they're going to use against you is you went. I mean, the, the same thing people right. have said about him. You yeah. went to the best team in the league. You won those rings super easily. Right. So, what if? To cement your legacy, you've already got the rings. You go to a team like the Knicks and you bring them back into like, a resurgence. I've been on board for that forever. And also, like, if you could get – here's another sneaky potential situation because this, this could happen if they free up enough space. You bring in KD. Kristaps is back and healthy next year. And then the following season you sign Anthony Davis. I completely forgot that Kristaps hasn't played yet. <laughs> not, a, not a second. Not a second. You got Kristaps. Here's the thing. There is there is real potential. If KD goes to the Knicks, there is real potential that Anthony Davis, once his contract is up, as if he doesn't get traded, could sign with the Knicks, and you have the you have a team. You could literally start all three of them at the same time. You have a team of three guys who are, by definition, in the NBA, unicorns. unicorns. You have three seven foot guys who can all stretch the floor, who can all dribble, who can all pass, and frankly, who can all defend. Yeah, yeah. There is a real potential for that, and if I'm KD, I'm seriously thinking about that, and I'm texting K. I'm telling, I'm texting AD as much as Draymond is texting AD, and yeah. it's like, bro, trust me, I've been playing with him for a couple of years. He's a good dude, but it's really fucking hard to play with him. He's a fucking knock. He's a nightmare, and this yeah. entire this entire organization is in shambles. Also, that would be fun. I'm Warriors, t- fuck yeah, dude. So here's here's why I say that. Clay's, I, ha- Clay's having like the, listen, one of the worst things. I, I, I just want to real, yeah. real quick clarify something, and then you may proceed. I wasn't questioning that they are in shambles. I was just making sure that I understood yes. that that's who you were discussing. Yeah, yeah. But uh, this is my thing. It's just like you've got Draymond is having one of his worst seasons ever. Clay has he won't stop to, he's almost take forgotten the how to off. shoot. Steph has been hurt, and KD is unhappy. And because of the way that they had to restructure a lot of these contracts, they're out of money. 
Yeah. And next year, they're not bringing back any of these legitimate role players anymore. Yeah. Not if they want to keep maintain that that core four. Yeah, that, which is what they always talked about. They're like, yeah, eventually we're gonna fucking lose that all. And that's stuff. what I'm saying. Like that team, I'm telling you, man. Like this, this, this might be the last season for. And if you look at the history of dynasties, five seasons is usually the cap. Yeah. After five seasons, it's like because of the salary cap and like you know guys' uh, uh, skill sets decreasing. Five years is kind of the cap point, which is like this is kind of the end of this. Yeah, and I think if they I'm on year five now or year six, uh, they're, they're like the end. well, yeah, it'll be like definitely had be, four years. This yeah. is year five now. I mean, they've been in the they've been in the NBA finals for the last four years. Four years, and then so this is year five. And f- and even five years ago, they were still a good team. Right, they were. This the is this is year five, now. which is why I say like this this it it seems like all signs are pointing to them this being the end, and it just feels like I completely agree with you. We're like. You want to get everybody back on your side, KD? You go to New York, and if you can win a fucking championship for the Knicks at the at the fucking mecca for dude, the Knicks in the, the mecca, of they basketball. haven't won since the seventies. Yeah, and they're one of like the most like iconic NBA teams of all time. You win in New York, you're fucking royalty yeah, I, forever. I also love the idea of a front court of KD, KP, AD. I'm telling I like you, that. it'd be the coolest fucking thing. It's KKA. NBA I am totally <laughs> or, here for that. Or AKK. I don't care if they run the NBA A- for 10 seasons. Yeah. That's fun to watch. Yeah. Um, I'm, not, I'm honestly, people always get up in arms about this whole Golden State Warriors thing, like making basketball not fun and that sort of shit. Like, I actually have I really enjoyed it. I yeah. love watching them. I honestly, I, I have very no, fluid. no problem with it's, it. And it's also like, it's very fluid and also it is equitable. Like, they respect the hot hand. Like, if... KD's having a good night, they feed KD. If Steph's having a good night, they keep feeding Steph. If it's Clay, cool. If that's never gonna be Draymond, but if like somebody, like they move the ball around a lot, and like that was one of the things that KD was saying on Bill Simmons' podcast, where he's just like, it felt good to come to play in a system where there was an actual offensive scheme, and like it wasn't about like as much as I like my accolades, like it wasn't just me and one other guy getting all the points and then everybody else kind of like we move the ball and whoever has a hot hand on that play in that moment whatever it's a very it's 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 a very equitable offense like it's what you it's what you call uh, a luxury for when you it's i think it's the ultimate version of privilege in the nba that no matter what's going on someone on your team is probably going to be able to help you guys win a few years ago, I saw a very crudely drawn meme in MS Paint. Uh, it was like when when Durant was hurt and then Westbrook got hurt, and uh, it was a crudely drawn picture of Scott Brooks, and he had a paper in his hand. And then the second panel was a sheet that said Scott's secret place, and it was <laughs> secret was spelled wrong, and it was give to KD, and that was crossed out, and then it was give to Westbrook, and that was crossed out, and then the third one was just a bunch of question marks. <laughs> oh, boy. And with that, uh, anything else we want to talk about today before we wrap up, boys? Uh, I want to give a shout-out to uh, Jerkic for doing 24 points, 23 rebounds, 7 assists, 5 steals, and 5 blocks Incredible. all in one game. Incredible. Dude, 5 by 5 is unreal. That is amazing. I also would like to give a shout-out to the Milwaukee Bucks. They're number one in the Eastern Conference, but a half a game behind the <laughs> Toronto Raptors. <laughs> I didn't even notice that they have. It's it makes no sense because they they have less losses. Right, they play the they have, they play they, less. Yeah, games, they yeah. have a better win percentage, but it's only because they've played less That's games. Hilarious. Shit never makes sense. Like for example, like the Pistons are seventeen and nineteen, and they are ahead of the Nets, who have two more losses. Right. So but by all accounts, it makes win. sense. But they've played more games. Yeah. So 
it's so impressive to me that the Nets are still like right outside of the playoff push without Karis LeVert. Yep. Like, it is impressive it is. to me that the Pistons, the Nets, and the Magic are currently where they are. Yeah. In terms of playoff hunt. Uh, yeah. I would also like to say, uh, way to go, now that we're talking about the Nets, uh, Jared Allen, that boy is just having fun blocking everybody. Blocking also, guys. are the the Hornets are falling back to earth now, right? Like... I think they're going to stick right around that six. Yeah, they'll probably be six. They're, they're going to make the playoffs. They'll make the playoffs in the East. I know, but the they East were like so they were like kind of on that. You know, it's wild though. That top five of the East is very good. Dude, I love Indiana's team, and now that Oladipo's back, like I really, yeah. really like their team. I am out on the 76ers, who I was very in mm, on. I'm not quite not out, there. I'm, I, but I'm not I think there. I think what we have right now, I don't. I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe the Pistons and the Nets switch, or or maybe the Pistons stay. But what's going on right now? Maybe the Magic come in. I think that's the fucking playoff seeds. Oh, you know what? Here's the last question I have. Here's the last question I have before I wrap up tonight. Uh, so, over the last two seasons, we've had two occurrences where a team goes on an absolute tear in the second half of the season and ends up, like, making a run in the playoffs. Um, a couple years ago, it was uh, the Miami Heat. They started off, like, at 11-30. and 30. They ended up rattling off 30 wins towards yeah, the end of the season. And, and I think got, like, the fifth seed. Uh, and then last year was the Utah Jazz, who were 30-11 and 11, um, in the back half of the mm-hmm. NBA season. Are there any teams that are currently just outside or at the lower por- portion of the playoff race that you think have the potential to rattle off one of those types of runs? Yeah, it's Jazz 2, Electric Boogaloo. The Jazz are going to do it again because they, I what are they, right now they're 18 and 20, which is not great, and they're 9, 10, oh, wait, 9, 10, 11, 12th place right now in the Western Conference, but like, I think it was like three quarters of their games in the first half of the season were all away games. Yeah. They've got nothing but home games left, yeah. and all that whole team's going to work together better just like they did last year. Because they had the exact same scheduling thing last year where the first half of the season was almost all away games and the second half was almost all home I, games. I think they need to make some moves, but I, I they, they, to me, feel like a good one. I also think L.A., the, like, the Lakers have a real like strong potential for a second-half push with LeBron and them. Um, I don't see anybody in the East that like, sticks out. Maybe Boston, I guess. <laughs> the, the East, no. Um, well, I mean, Boston's like their top five. Like they're, yeah. I mean, they're going to end up somewhere but it could be like But it could be a really impressive push. I thought, okay, then, like, like, I thought we were really only talking like people like just outside. Because yeah, like for I'm, me, it was like the Jazz, the Mavericks, or the sure. Kings. I could see the Kings doing it. I could see <laughs> oh, the Kings shit. doing it, dude. I could see the Kings just like suddenly, no, like it just like like they continue to get better and it just kind of clicks. I'm still and, shocked at how good they've been, but no, I'm very shocked at how good they've been. Uh, Bagley, what's going on with him? I haven't, like, I haven't been paying he's attention. He's been good, not bad. Kings, they had to relegate him to the Kings, bench because yeah. like, he's not really good on defense. But he's, you know, he's going to. He's a terrible defender. Same thing with Aiton. Pretty bad. Pretty bad. No, I think like the Celtics. The Celtics are a good pick for that. Like they, I could see like if you told me at the end of the season that the Celtics had 52 wins, I wouldn't be surprised. And like honestly, with Houston's another team where it's just like they were they were, they had a sub five hundred record and they've been so hot lately that like that's another team that could potentially if they finish if based on the way that they started the season if they finish with fifty wins that's fucking incredible yeah it's incredible at this rate like it's incredible um, yeah I could definitely see them doing it too. I, I although I, I still admit, I'm still I don't think they're gonna make it. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna make the playoffs. They're not gonna make the playoffs. <laughs> I made that bold prediction like two weeks ago or three weeks ago, and I'm just sticking to it. Got to do it. All right, uh, and with that, uh, anything to plug before we wrap up today? Mm, no. I'm good no. To go. Follow me on Twitter at oh. Tad Hall underscore. Yep. At Nikki Palooza. This is uh, let's see, this is episode seventy six. Well, believe. yeah, but this is one of the last two in person Nikki's Nikki episodes. Uh, 
Three, I think. I think I got three more. Yeah, we might be able to get that. One of the last three in-person Nikki episodes. Um, then it's R.I.P. Then, well, he's not dying. He's just well, moving. I'll be here. I'll he's, just be in He's just going to be in L.A. Um, all right. Yeah, you can follow NBA. Um, Wait. I forgot to mention this at the beginning of the episode. I just I had to double check to make sure that this was correct. But I, I had, was going to say pre, at the beginning of the episode, I believe, I believe, and I just searched it to make sure that I was correct, but I, I was going to say I believe this is the Sean Bradley episode. And it is. <laughs> ah, this Sean is Bradley. the Sean uh, Bradley episode. What a uh, king among men. Beautiful. I once saw somebody real quick. Sorry, Jay, I don't mean to cut you <laughs> off in your outro, but this is, uh, this is real important to me. I once saw somebody on Yahoo Sports break down the box score of Space Jam. <laughs> and he went through all of it, and then the last thing was, but perhaps the most realistic thing is that the alien who stole Sean Bradley's talent registered zeros. <laughs> a stat line of zero. And I was like, yes, that is probably most I accurate. love Sean Bradley, because uh, I would play with him in 2K. I would use him and, like, Brad Miller. And for some reason, those two in the front court <laughs> kicked the shit out of everybody in that game. <laughs> Fucking love them. Them, oh. and then J.R. Smith at the two... Uh, who the fuck else did I have on that stupid ass team? I think my best player was Steve Nash, though, technically. He was my point guard. But, oh, love that team. Terrible team. Um, all right. Well, you can follow NBA on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram at NBA Pod. You can follow me at J underscore Keyless uh, on Instagram and Twitter. Make sure and give us a five star rating and review if you've gotten this far on the podcast. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know why I said it like it's surprising, but uh, yeah, if, if you uh, if you feel so inclined to do so, please do give us a five star rating and review. That's how other people can find us and hear all the, the funny nonsense that we're saying um, and all of our hot, hot takes. Um, all right. Well, for Tad, for Nikki, for Jay. This has been MBA. We're out. Bye-bye. Happy Bye. New Year.